It's Edgar. And this is Stanley. And this is Alifia. <laughs> and welcome to the Minority Report. Alifia, you're back. You were gone. I'm back. And now you're back. Um, <laughs> I was gone for like a very brief amount of time, and yes. I didn't miss an episode this time. <laughs> you did not miss an episode. Through the magic of editing, you were still here for the recording. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this time, where in the world is Olivia? This time, Olivia <laughs> was in the UK. You were in London. I was. I was in London. Tell us about <laughs> your trip. It was cold and wet and rainy. <laughs> of course but it was. ultimately, like, it was really, really fun. I've been to London before, so I didn't do a lot of the touristy things. Yeah. Um, I just ended up hanging out with friends a lot and going to a lot of the museums and stuff I hadn't done before. It was great. It was good. That's awesome. Although I'm jealous. one little piece of irony is um, <laughs> if you're not from Houston, there's a really famous place here called The Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club with a K. Yes. I yes. I've been there. Yeah, so for brunch on Saturday morning, I ended up waiting in line for an hour to go eat at a place called, called the, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Oh my but god! <laughs> it was I like literally my friend told I didn't know where we were going until my friend picked me up and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go eat at the Breakfast Breakfast Club, but there might be a queue." And I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" The I come all the way to London. <laughs> Is it the same chain? I end up waiting in line for an hour That's for hilarious. a restaurant called the Breakfast Club. <laughs> did, did you have a traditional English breakfast? What, what is it, it again? Uh, yeah, eggs, beans. Eggs, beans, toast, sausage. Toast, sausage. sausage. Eat. Yeah. Um, eat right. Is it the same chain or different egg. with the same name? It's it's like a completely different okay, chain. Okay, it's a yeah. complete like they're completely separate. It was just like a you had to wait in lines for of, both of them, right? Well, yes, you have to wait in line for both of them. They're both called the Breakfast Club. It, I was just like, I can't believe I came That's to London for just this. to like to uh, wait in line for a place called the Breakfast well, Club. Well, let me ask you this. Right let me ask you this. Did you run into the chicken connoisseur? I didn't. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking for Stanley him. has no idea who the chicken connoisseur is. Oh, my God. Um, all, actually, all my friends over there were really, really surprised that I knew who the chicken connoisseur was. <laughs> really? Oh, Stanley. Yeah, they were like, okay. oh, what? You know who You know who that is? And I was like, yeah, dude. I love that guy. He's the best. He is absolutely. Stanley, if you don't know. Well, uh, listeners, if you don't know who the chicken connoisseur is, go online. Look up the chicken connoisseur. He is the young British man who um, his, well his age is ambiguous he could be a 15 year old he could also be 23 we don't really know but what he does is he goes to chicken restaurants and if you don't know this in London they name their chicken restaurants after cities in America uh, because they think okay. we eat fried chicken all the time, <laughs> and their name—they're like the—it's the, the, not inaccurate. I mean, <laughs> well, it's true. But the name of the restaurants are hilarious because instead of like uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, yeah. they're like Miami Fried Chicken, oh or God. you know, like Boston Fried Chicken. I think there was a place called like a Denver Chicken or something. <laughs> yes, like that. I don't know. It, it like goes, makes no sense. But like he literally <laughs> goes all around London yes. eating chicken wings and chicken it, burgers and like raiding the restaurants and raiding and the like, restaurants. It's literally all of his episodes are like really. <laughs> Really, like, beautifully edited. Yes. They're super funny. <laughs> and they're like, short. They're, like, four, like not even, like, two minutes. And they're they're really funny. But it's also, like, this, like, it, it, you know, it incorporates a lot of, like, uh, uh, like hip-hop culture, street culture, um, shoe culture, and food culture. And it's, like, this really nice hodgepodge of, uh, I don't know, it's just really cool. It's just, it's done so well, yes. too. It's, like... 
quality content, really, though. <laughs> no, for real. And I'm glad he blew up this year. He's, he, the, he'd been doing that channel for a while, but now he blew up. Stanley, go watch it. It's hilarious. You'll love it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Although I did go to a chicken restaurant specifically because of the chicken connoisseur. I was like, I got to do it. I well, got to. what was the name of your chicken restaurant? It was literally just called Chicken. That was the name of the place. It was called Chicken. Chicken. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Like it was a big, I have a picture of it that I have to send you, but it's just like a big sign that says Chicken. Chicken. Oh, love it. Love it. Okay. Um, chicken Connoisseur, if you're listening to this, we love you. Um, moving on. Okay. On to a sort of less happy topic. Um, tomorrow, Donald J. Trump is inaugurated as the 45th president mm. of the United States. He will... Say it ain't so. <laughs> I don't want I don't want it. I don't he will want it. unfortunately be our president, and we will all be singing that Weezer song. But, um, yeah, it's happening. It's happening tomorrow. Um, I'm going to get to work. I am going to put it on my phone. All my coworkers are going to do it. We're, I mean, America's going to be watching. Are y'all going to be watching? Yes. No, I'm participating in the blackout. Ooh, okay. Okay. Hey, fair <laughs> enough. I, you know, I want, <laughs> I, I, I need to see what's going to happen. I don't know why. I just have to. I've watched every presidential inauguration since I can remember. And I'm just, unfortunately, I'm going to have think, to watch this one. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think if I can find an illegal stream that won't count, count into official view. ratings, mm, that's I a, will probably do that. But if I cannot... Mm. Then I'm participating in the blackout. I'm not gonna. Do oh, is that. there like a a blackout protesting? Basically, well, around the time of the inauguration, they're asking people. They're asking a lot of people not to watch the inauguration, not mm. to do anything on social media either, because that's what really kind of matters at this point. Right. Is like how trending are you on social media? So they're asking people to like literally talk about. Every, anything else, else but the inauguration okay. at the time right so i'm just that. gonna i'm just gonna <laughs> See, like up. i'm already be doing that i'm gonna be in bed asleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna participate in the blackout in the media blackout and then i'm going to the march on saturday so that's mm. what i'm gonna hey. be doing no I, and i you know i cannot fault you fair enough i think that's a uh, uh uh, totally justifiable for this particular inauguration. Um, if I can find an illegal stream, I'll watch it because I still think it's important to be in, like informed. informed yeah. Right. Um, but if I can't find an illegal stream, I'll like have to find one later. I guess I don't know. Uh, it, I liken this to me. You know how when you're driving, there's a bunch of traffic, and you realize there's traffic because everyone's stopping to look at a wreck. To me, it's sort of like that. Yeah. Like I am, I'm watching to see the wreck that is coming. Um, mm. uh, I, I mean, I'm very conflicted about it. I'm I mean, just, I've been watching that all week with the confirmation hearing. Yeah. So. That's true, which we will get to. Um, yes. All right. So back to this inauguration. Um, there is a lot going on uh, uh, to in preparation for uh, the inauguration. Um, Donald Trump, um, and I'm going to be skipping around. I'm going to end on uh, the marches that will happen the day after. Uh, so before we'll talk about what, sort of what's going into the inauguration. Um, Can we talk about how much of a shit show it's already been? Oh, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) well, so the sort of like it's been a shit show for months, but like especially now, 
couldn't even get a Bruce Springsteen cover band to it. <laughs> I know. Form. Well, okay, so that's sort of the. What big... do you think he's got? And like Three Doors Down fans yes. are actually like super disappointed in Three Doors Down. Well, They're like, I can't believe that Three hey, Doors Down. Three Doors do Down this. needs the money. All right, so let's they get really into do. it. Uh, Donald Trump. I mean, sort of the big story about the inauguration is that Donald Trump and his uh, team have been unable to secure an A-list performer. Um, I, I mean, Obama had Beyonce. I mean, that's like A-list caliber performer. Donald Trump could not they get couldn't anyone. Book a Bruce Springsteen and cover band. Cover band. <laughs> no, so Donald Trump, uh, his team reached out to a lot of A-list artists, including people like Elton John, like big giant artists. They've all politely said no. They've all said no. Sorry, no thanks. Um, turns We're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we're going to get, actually, for performers, we're uh, Three Doors Down, which you may remember from middle school. They had a song called Kryptonite, <laughs> which, hey, I'm not going to lie. That's a good song, but that's the only song they've ever had and will ever have. <laughs> they've sort of uh, fallen off the wayside. They need the money. Yes. And then uh, Toby Keith is the big uh, sort of performer that has signed on and he himself I feel like it's sad when Toby Keith is like your main yes when you're when it's that's your big name yes big country star he has gotten a lot of flack he is trying to defend his um uh, 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 actions and he's saying you know hey he's our, even though you may not like it he's our president and I've performed for other presidents before I've performed for I think he's performed for Obama actually not at the inauguration but other events um, and I'm going to perform for Donald Trump uh, but he's still yeah, getting a lot Obama of Yeah, because Obama can actually book Beyonce. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm um, just, I'm just no, Well, here's the thing. Obama doesn't even have to reach out. People are like, yo, Obama, yeah. can I perform? <laughs> and Obama has to pick up the litter, you know? Um Okay, which sort of leads into this other sort of, um, uh, 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 I wouldn't say controversy, but it's another shitstorm on Twitter when, uh, I'm forgetting the name of his his Trump sort of advisor for the inauguration. I think it's Thomas Barack or something. Um, But they asked Thomas Barack, hey, will Kanye West perform at the inauguration? Kanye West is an A-list performer uh, who has publicly come out in support of Donald Trump, the man. Not Donald Trump, the pol- uh, his policies, but the man. So it sort of made sense that Donald Trump may reach out to the A-list performer. Um, but <laughs> this was his response. He said, no, we feel Kanye is not, uh, it's not a, tra- it, the venue, we have a traditionally American uh, performance um, and we don't think it's the right venue for Kanye. Um, a lot of people were upset. There was uh, stories on Vox, on t- Twitter went crazy. People were saying, are you calling hip-hop not traditionally American? Mm. Um, how do y'all feel about this? Hip-hop is probably one how of the most... How is mo- hip-hop not American? <laughs> one of the most American like genres. Like, <laughs> no, well, not only that. Hip-hop so- is like the most American genre. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. I feel we're, like hip-hop I know, is one of the most American genres of music. Exactly. Right? Like- well, so a lot of people were saying, what they're saying is... Uh, hip uh, hip hop's not white. We want white performer. Yeah. We want someone like Toby Keith. They, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So a lot of people were like, "Yo, Toby Keith is singing about drunk girls and red solo cups, and you're not gonna get uh, one of the biggest I mean, hip hop performers that, ever who has probably like, come out and said he supports like you." American white culture to me. Yes, like, right. Well, it, white it, people. That's your culture. That's what it is. I'm sorry. It was just. It was really disappointing because, like, like we've said, hip hop is univ- Like it is uniquely. American obviously it's it's 
you know, gone around the world. It is uh, the most popular genre of music ever. Um, the most albums have sold ever have been hip hop albums. It's kind of crazy to think about because it's it sort of feels like such still such a young genre, even though it's pretty old now. It's, you know, late 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I don't know. That was another sort of. Uh, yeah, but uh, I feel like that's young compared to other genres. No, right? absolutely, like, absolutely. You know? But but it's just it's so it just shows the the way Trump views America, and it's kind of funny because around the same time, Trump also uh, uh, released his campaign slogan for 2020, which is <laughs> "Keep America Great," which is a tagline <laughs> and the purge of election year. Yes, like, yes. Oh so it's god. like, oh my god. So it's like, what is happening? Oh it's like stranger than fiction. Um, all right, so that was the inauguration. is a huge clusterfuck, but uh, we're moving on. After the uh, inauguration, there are going to be a lot of protests, and there's going to be marches uh, in Washington and all across the United States, uh, the Women's March. Uh, Olivia, I'm going to let you sort of uh, 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 t- uh, handle this topic. Because <laughs> you, well, you will be there, which is so awesome. Yes. You will actually be there. I'm going to the Women's March in Houston. I'm not going mm-hmm. to the one in D.C. Right. Um, but I will be at the march. I will be at one of the sister marches. So mm-hmm. it's actually really great because there are 300-plus sister marches happening around the country. Yep. Yes. And I know one there's been a little bit of controversy yeah. with the marches as well because, like, there's been... So initially, the kind of uh, mission statement of the march was really... Um, inclusive and intersectional um, Mm -hmm. and now organizers have been like going back and forth on their word so it's been a little complicated but all in all it's still like a pretty kind of intersectional march so basically they're kind of multiple parts to it part of it is that blackout I was meant I mentioned earlier and then the other part is basically this march is just to showcase that you know a we stand in solidarity with each other um, right so all like marginalized communities just standing in solidarity with one another and kind of having a public showing of that. Um, And also just to show that, hey, we're not going to, you know, be silent and accept this as our reality. Like there's going to be organizing and there's going to be fighting and there's going to be a lot of resistance. Mm -hmm. So get ready for it. It's No, it's it's amazing. And I think that's sort of what... We're, you know, we're going to have to do the marginalized communities are going to have to do for these four years is make our voices heard and we cannot shut up and we cannot be quiet because that's how they win. We have to keep checking them. Um, and that's part of American democracy. As much as Donald Trump wants to deny it, that is American democracy and uh, the power to protest. And I am I don't know. I, I, I it's going to be amazing. I, I'm just I, I hope everything goes well and I hope. I mean, I, in my heart, I hope that this this sends a message to the power at be, but I have a feeling it won't. But we'll see uh, what happens. Um, I mean, there are more people slated to go to the Women's March in D.C. than are slated to go to the inauguration. Yes. So the like, inauguration thing. Right. No, it's actually it's kind of funny. I think the inauguration had uh, booked. I think it was like 70 buses of people coming to the inauguration. But the the marches are having I think it's like 1200 buses uh, yeah. are going to bus people in, which is I mean, it's like it's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to dwarf the inauguration. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it already is. And I feel I feel like it's probably really interesting in D.C. right now because mm-hmm. everyone everyone's kind of there at the same time. Right. But they're all going for different things. 
Right. Yeah. So I feel like it'll be in, like I feel like these DC is probably really interesting right now. Well, it, it, another thing I want to note too before we move on is this will also be um, the biggest gathering of Americans with disabilities protesting ever. Hmm. Uh, Vox just released that article. Um, the int- I mean, everyone is coming together. Uh, yeah, to pro- all it, marginalized communities. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it's so beautiful. It, like one part of me is sad that this had to happen, but part of me is like glad and, and proud that it is happening. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's I a, mean, it's there, a very surreal a certain, time. Yeah, there is a certain beauty in solidarity, and if you're listening, uh, and you're close by to one of the 300 plus like sister marches that are happening then I really encourage you to go um, if, you know, if you can, of course, like bearing any, you know, right. reasons you can't, um, which there can be a million. But if you if you can go, I really encourage it just because it's just there. there is a certain beauty about standing in solidarity with one another and just kind of. I feel like a lot of us after the election, we had a lot of this pent up energy and all of us were just trying to do things and like trying to make things better and yada, yada, yada. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people might've lost steam. So it's a good way to kind of like get back out yeah, there and yeah. kind of, you know, reorient yourself with a, what's happening and B why you're doing the things you're doing and mm-hmm. like why, you know, <coughs> why action needs to be taken. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we're, the next topic is a, a prime example of why action needs to be taken. Uh, the confirmation hearings, mm. uh, Trump's Boy. cabinet. We have some pretty uh, shady people up for confirmation. Um, so many shady people. So many shady people. I've what, watched, what was that about draining the swamp? What was that? Right, right. So I've watched. Uh, I've watched a lot of it actually. I, I watched that sort of initial uh, Rex Tillerson. A uh, dr- uh, 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 confirmation hearing too. And it hurts my heart. It's, I mean, it, it, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, and now people are saying, you know, Donald Trump's gonna have a hard time having a lot of the, his appointees co- confirmed in time for his presidency. So he will actually get in office and sit down with a pretty empty cabinet, yeah. which is kind of crazy and very scary. But I mean, it's scary either way, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, progressive progressive Democrats have been going in really hard on these yes. appointees. Like I'm like it makes me kind of proud. I'm just like, oh, the Democrats are actually doing something. <laughs> I know. No, I I I know. It's like where was this uh, months ago? Right? Okay, whatever, uh, whatever. Do your job. I'm not stopping you, but goddamn it. Better, better late than never, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Better, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's get into some of these particular hearings. Um, I was just actually watching Rick Perry's uh, hearing. It was very awkward uh, and very weird. Uh, but you know, it's sort of interesting. A sore spot for all of us, I'm sure. Yes, yes especially us Texans. Uh, you know, oh was, my god. What, what was really interesting about his hearing is why. While he's having this hearing and while he has to justify uh, running the department, he said he would cut when he ran for president, which is just hilarious. Uh, Donald Trump's advisors leaked information that Donald Trump uh, was 
thinking of extensively cutting the budget for the Department of Energy, which is uh, hilarious. He was like, uh, 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 it was like the rug was ripped from uh, uh, right under him. And it's like, he can't catch a break at all. But he did it to I himself. I mean, but how much could you expect for someone who like unironically goes on Dancing with the Stars? Like, how, come on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I forgot, <laughs> I, I forgot all about that, but I'm glad you reminded me. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I, it's it, it's just, it, and you're watching it, and, you know, he, he's a pretty charismatic dude, but he is just, uh, he falls into these traps where he's very awkward and he can't handle the pressure. They start asking him all these questions, and he just sort of folds because he doesn't really have the answers because you can tell he hasn't really thought about it. And it's like, really, this is the guy who's going to run the Department of Energy? Like, one of the industries so vital and important to humanity, not just uh, America, but the the globe. It's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of shocking. As the Romans would say, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's jump around. What, do, you, do you have any hearings you sort of want to talk about real quick? Um, Betsy DeVos, like a woman who actually has no experience working in education (laughs) Education. whatsoever. It's just like a rich lady who decided, you know what? I'm going to throw my money in education and charter schools and like fuck up Michigan's education system. That's who's, uh, going to, that's who Trump's nominee is for secretary of education. And think about bears. Huh? (laughs) Oh yes. Well, Oh, the thing about bears. (laughs) So, the representative from Connecticut, yes, um, which had one of the worst school shootings of all time, Newport, Connecticut, right? Ooh. One of the worst school shootings of all time. She li- like he asked a question about having guns in school, and she was like, "Oh, well, you know, there's a school in this state that needs them for the Grizzlies." It's like I cannot believe those <laughs> words came out of your mouth. Oh my god, it's the Grizzlies, you guys, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. It's insane. Um, I, I, I really, I want to mention real quick, so. Um, I actually have, uh, uh, I work in a, uh, I don't want to reveal where I work, but um, I'm very close to this. And this appointment is very shocking to a lot of my colleagues and a lot of the people I work with because it um, represents something very, very scary. It's a huge threat to public schools. She's a huge proponent of charter schools and vouchers that is um, very anti uh, poor and minorities. And actually the state of Texas, the one we're in right now has adopted, uh, an accountability system that pretty much, uh, without saying it is, uh, racist and it is a targeting, uh, poor and minority school districts, uh, across the state. Um, and now when you have someone who is secretary of education, who is, uh, in favor of things like this, um, it's very scary because other states, as uh, some of you may know, when Texas adopts a standard in education, a lot of states follow behind Texas because Texas is so damn huge. It's uh, the second most populated state in the nation. Um, it, it, it's alarming. This one, more than uh, any other re- confirmation, is sort of affecting my day to day. So it's kind of it's really kind of scary to think about it. Um, she has literally no experience nope. with right. anything. Right. She's like a, she's like literally I'm like, I'm a rich lady who decided to throw my money at charter schools. Like, I feel yeah. like that's what happened. I know that's not what actually happened, but like, it feels I mean, like you're, it's, not far, it's not far off from what happened. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Rex Tillerson, we've talked a lot about him. Uh, his appointment is going to be particularly difficult now that all the allegations of Trump, it, 
Trump's connections to Russia, Trump's campaign's connections to Russia. None of it has been confirmed. Um, the, uh, the, the person who sort of leaked that document has been seen as credible, but none of it has been confirmed. Uh, but it still caught, casts a, a, a shadow on Rex Tillerson's confirmation because he is so buddy buddies with Vladimir P- P- Putin. It's uh, it, it's so frightening that he's this close to becoming our Secretary of State. Um, I don't know. I watched his confirmation. He was drilled pretty hard. He really couldn't handle himself, uh, which is kind of telling and kind of scary in a secretary of state. I don't know if y'all have any opinions on this. None of but the, I don't know. None of these, all of the hearings I've been watching, like all of these, all of these candidates kind of crack under pressure. It's a little bit frightening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like, very oh, frightening. you can't answer, and like you, you are completely unqualified to run this department. You can't answer any of the questions. I know with um, Betsy DeVos, she couldn't answer a question um, about growth versus proficiency, which is like really big in education. So it, it's, uh, it's kind of shocking that she can't, like, she couldn't tell the difference. She didn't know what the difference was. It's it it it's sort of. Um, it's scary because uh, I have a feeling these people will be confirmed because the, the way politics are going is, you know, let's hire uh, personalities and people rather than uh, qualified persons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it, I have a feeling a lot of people we don't like are going to be confirmed, but hopefully we'll get some wins out of this. Um, this whole, all, I mean, all, Ben Carson with HUD. Like, I just I know nothing. I know. Nothing about his picks makes sense. It's um, uh, Steve Mnuchin. Like he said, he was going to drain the swamp, and he talked so much shit about Goldman Sachs and his. Well, that his Secretary of Treasury pick is Steve Mnuchin. Like what? What the hell? That in that pick is actually very scary because you know he was grilled on. He literally has a hundred million in assets that he did not disclose. I mean, these yep. are the people who are going to be running our country. It is blowing yep. my mind. Okay, before we start crying, let's move on. Um, on to some, uh, well, depending on your view on this, some happier, maybe some not happy news. Obama has done one sort of last major thing as president before leaving office. He has commuted the sentence of Chelsea Manning. Um, Chelsea Manning, uh, pre- uh, previously known as Brandon Manning, was a soldier who leaked military documents and information who was connected to Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. Um, this was a, a big case. It was uh, actually a while ago, in 2010, when all this yeah. sort of went down. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, Chelsea Manning was supposed to uh, serve a sentence of, thir- I think it was 35 years uh, but due to Obama's actions, uh, she will now only serve a sentence of seven years. Uh, she will yeah. be. Re- she and will I think be- it's. Im- go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, I think it's important to also point out that she's serving time in a men's prison. This is a trans woman serving time at a men's yes. prison, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. 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 Um, a lot of people thought Obama may have done something about this sooner, uh, but he's actually been uh, very hard on whistleblowers. Um, a, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of people were begging him to, uh, before leaving the presidency, to um, uh, uh, not pardon or commute, but, uh, uh, well, I guess pardon... Uh, uh, Edward Snowden, 
um, because they're afraid of what Trump or, or, or less forgiving administrations will do. But he did not waver. Uh, so this sort of came as a surprise. Um, how do you feel about it? Are you happy about this? Are you uh, I, I actually don't even know how y'all feel about uh, releasing uh, military documents like this. I mean, it is um, it, it's an issue that you can fall on either side of. It's not really an easy, you know, bad, yeah. or, bad or, or good. Um, I feel like it's nuanced. I feel like in the case of Chelsea Manning, she re- she leaked documents that kind of revealed our cruelty um, right. during the wars in Iraq and Iran. So for me and even Edward Snowden, like being a whistleblower about the NSA and about surveillance, this is information that I'm really glad to have now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like this is information that has better armed me and also has made me, you know, like kind of more aware that stuff is going on that you like stuff is obviously always going on that we don't know about, but it's, you know, these two right. instances especially, that, like, yeah. they've, they've happened since I've been an adult, right? So right. it's, it's no. kind of easier to absorb it. So for me, like, this is absolutely definitely a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I take more a, a more news, nuanced sort of view on uh, whistleblowers and the release of documents. I'm definitely not as hard as Obama was on them. Um, but it's definitely it, it's a tough subject because there are certain, you know, I, uh, there are certain things where you're like, maybe this is not information that we want to release to the world. But also at the same time, it's good that our citizens are aware of what the government is doing and how they're tracking us. Um, it's scary stuff and our government should be checked. And especially because a lot of this stems from the Bush years um, and and sort of the Patriot Act Patriot Act and and all sort of the powers that were given to uh, intelligence agencies and, um, uh, and government as a whole. Um, It's just, it's really scary that we even had to get to that place. Um, And it's, I mean, uh, who knows what's going to happen with Trump's administration because he does, he distrusts the intelligence community um, but he himself is doing all sorts of shady things. It's it's going to be a crazy wild ride. I really don't know what to think. I, I'm glad Obama did this, though, and I'm glad that Chelsea Manning will get to be released this year. Um, especially. Yeah. What about you, Stan? How do you feel about whistleblowers? Same as y'all. Like, I, <laughs> I really don't have, like, a... Right. Like, well, do you feel your life is different now that you know that uh, the NSA... Uh, more than likely has recordings of your phone conversations. I, I haven't acted differently, I don't think. But really? I'm glad to know that the information is out. Right. Yeah. But like, I, I'd rather know than not know, you yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. Like, uh, either, either way, even if you weren't doing anything to be concerned about, it's still... It's still an invasion of privacy at the end of the right. day, right? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And that's sort of, um, you know, if we had to done... Be moni- the- to be monitoring your citizens like that. It's very big brother. And I feel like it sets, like, a really dangerous precedent and, like... No, absolutely. No, absolutely. And this is it's a conversation. Big brothery. This is a conversation that we will continue to have. You know, uh, uh, early last year, we had the huge sort of uh, court case between the FBI and Apple, where Apple would not release uh, mm. encrypted yeah. data yeah. from iPhones that, uh, and the FBI wanted this information. Uh, 
uh, uh, to sort of uh, they didn't really say to solve the San Bernardino shootings, but to get additional information. It was I mean, it's something that will continue to pop up. And especially when we have these big tech giants who will literally go up against the government uh, to protect our privacy. That is so crazy to me that we live in a world where uh, private industry like private companies are protecting us from the government. It's kind of weird how how things have reversed. It's absurd. It's absurd. And like what's scary is that they found a way into the phone. Like Apple yeah. wouldn't make a back door, but they found a way in anyway. So nothing yeah. safe. Uh, it exists. Go, go hide in your bunker way. now, everyone, because it's not going to be great. Go off um, the grid. I yes. mean, that's, yes. that's, Lex that's your choice. Those yes. are your choices now. Throw because away. they found a way to break. Like <laughs> they found a way to break into the iPhone. Yeah, it's over. It's over, y'all. Okay, uh, on that uh, sort of sad note, we are going to end this segment. Um, When we come back, we have a lot of sort of entertainment news to talk about. Uh, So stay tuned. We will be right back. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody, and um, we're going to start with <laughs> some movies that we've seen. Yes, Stanley's Movie Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, Stanley, what have you been watching? Um, okay, so I know Lithia has seen this, but we um, I saw Hidden Figures a couple Ooh, days ago. I am excited to see it. I will see it very yeah. soon. Yeah, about three scientists who work, um, three black female scientists who work at NASA and... In, like, the 1960s, 60s, right? Yeah. In right, the 60s, right. yeah. and they basically helped with the with our first manned flight into space. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if it weren't for them, it wouldn't have happened. Yep. Right. And then I figured out by the end of the movie that the title has two meanings. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. No spoilers. No spoilers. No okay. spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> oh, Stanley, uh, what, did you, what did you think of Hidden Figures? I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I thought it was really good. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, good. I really liked it. It's like it's not, it's a really cute movie. Like, it's, a, it's a cute really, movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's super cute. It's like it's really feel good. Everyone is like amazing in it. Yeah. Who is your favorite? I mean, Taraji P Henson. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Taraji like, P Henson can't. is the best. Okay. Okay. Like it was her movie. Let's be real. And then Octavia Spencer got nominated <laughs> oh, for the Octavia Golden Globe. Octavia Spencer was so good. But she got also, nominated like, for the other. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali's guest spot was also really yeah. great. Like, oh, love him. Love him. Um, and Janelle Monae was just so... Yeah, Janelle she's Monet was fantastic. Also really, okay, everyone was great in that movie. They're all great. I'm in love with uh, Janelle. Okay. Um, Jim so, Parsons <laughs> also plays a really great racist. Yes. So. Unexpected. And also... Uh, unexpected? No, because he thought he would play a, like a good guy. Right, 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 right. And Kirsten Dunst is also in it. What? Playing like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my I God. I have to see this. Her. I will see this movie soon. I promise. I really, really want to see it. But overall... Um, it's really cute, Edgar. Yeah, You'll fun. really like it. No, Stanley loved it because right after he saw it, he texted our little group chat and he was like y'all that was the most inspiring it's movie inspiring it was like, super damn. inspiring i was okay. just like i need to go and do more with my life exactly why am that's I like, not what? math genius I, I like, why am i not like, math? i'm not like why didn't i major in math because i was so good at it it's like damn i should I damn stanley you were good at math yeah well, yeah stanley you made a mistake i wasn't good at math i was not good at math mistake man okay 
<laughs> All righty. Um, anything else? My dad used to work for NASA, you guys. Damn. Whoa, fancy over here. Going to London and your dad working at NASA. Okay, okay. Well, he used to. He doesn't anymore. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay, so the um, Netflix just premiered, or like last week, uh-huh. premiered um, a series of fortune events. Yes. Based on the books by Lemony Snicket. Mm-hmm. Starring, Starring Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah. And three other unknown kids. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus! Did you even get their names on a notebook nope, or something? Nope. Okay. Um, Stanley you... was like, "I don't care about them." So I have <laughs> only not... Neil. I, have... I only care about Neil. I have not seen this show, but both of you have seen it. And Olivia, you actually binged the whole damn thing in like a day. Okay, so y'all tell no, me about it. No, in two days. Oh, sorry, sorry, two days. Okay. Um. So what is it? It's about this. Well, you guys I know, I know what it's right? about. I just mean, do you like it? I mean, it? y'all what, know what the series of Fortnite yeah. events is about. Yeah. Is I guess it we can get to review. Stanley, what did you think? What'd you think, Stanley? Oh, me? Oh, well. What do you think so far? Um, I actually, I have to say that I love the movie so much. Like, I've seen it a hundred times. You like the movie? I love, like, like, it's probably, like, one of my, like, I'm not surprised by this. (laughs) No, no, no. This is, like, one of my favorite films of all time. Damn, Stanley. Stanley, that's so weird. I memorize the lines. Stanley's like Stanley, the Godfather. So the Unfortunate <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, when I saw, I'm like two and a half episodes in, and like the movie covers the first three books, so this is like a repeat for me. I was like, okay, I still prefer the movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. Wow. All right, Liffy, how do you hear about it? You can't beat Jim Carrey. I do not that share that a... opinion. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I mean,. I read the books growing up like a lot of people did. Me too, yeah. So um, I feel like, so the movie was bad. I did not like the movie. Disagree. So You're to, wrong. I'm going to put that out there right now. I really did like Yo, I don't even remember movie. the movie. I don't even remember that movie and I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just liked the movie. I like Jim Carrey, but like Jim Carrey's a really great character actor. So yeah. like so that was bound to be, you know, right. good. Right, right, right. Um, and it seems like... Like the- Jim... Like, Jim Carrey even made, like, The Grinch enjoyable, yeah. even though that was a bad movie, right? <laughs> oh, my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like, so the, like the TV show is based, like, um, takes a lot of their, like, um, the characters' appearances and the set design from the movie itself, don't you think? I mean, I think the aesthetic, well, like, the aesthetic is grim, right? Yeah. Like, even when you're reading the books, it's just like, okay, yeah, this it, it's obviously very grim, so... I mean, that well, that like, aesthetic choice makes more sense to me, but I do like the series a little bit better, and a lot better, actually. And I think the reason <laughs> oh why God. is because um, Daniel Handler, the guy who wrote A Series of Unfortunate Events, yeah, um, awesome. a.k.a. Lemony Snicket, um, is the executive producer right. of the show and also wrote the teleplay. Right. So, like, it's definitely a little bit more faithful, and even the tweaks and changes that are made yeah, feel some. a little bit more faithful. It's nice because Lemony's like an actual character in the yeah. series, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the narrator. He's kind. Yeah. He's the he's the narrator. Um, he's kind of the omniscient narrator, and so it like that becomes fun, and you get a little like you get little hints to him throughout the series, which yeah. is really really great. Um, I really, really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Um, all of the main characters are white, but a good amount of the supporting <laughs> oh characters are, are people of color. color. Yeah, 
which I really enjoyed. Asif Manvi is like really, really <laughs> great funny. in the series. Oh shit! Like, yeah. Damn. Okay. Like, he plays Montgomery. Asif, Montgomery. Like him as him as Monty is definitely like kind of a standout for me. Um, Who's the um, the actress in the third one for the third book? Oh god. Um. She was also really great. She was in Daredevil um, season two, the villain in that, right? Yeah, she Ooh. was. What's her name? Oh my god. Uh, I can't remember, but she. Okay. But I she, do not she remember. Was really, yeah. What she is was her really name? Great. Alfred um, Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen those yeah, episodes no, yet. Really I mean, yeah. Damn y'all. Okay. Well, I guess uh, I'm. But I yeah, guess I'll watch the first three really episodes like and then fantastic. I'll decide. <laughs> I don't know y'all. And he has a great mustache. Like, I don't know y'all. This, yeah, he does. The books, the movies, none of it has ever really, truly interested that's me. That's fair, though. I have, like, some friends fair. who are. But I'm going I'm to try it. I'm going to try it. Personally, while well, that, all it's that really was happening. It's really grim. Like, it's really, really grim. But it's also, like, co- dark comedy, too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try it because it, it seems right up my alley. I really don't know why I never got into it, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um... Alrighty. But yeah, everyone in the series is like pretty recognizable. It's it's really fun. I really yeah. I really enjoyed it. The CGI baby's weird though. <laughs> yeah, the oh CGI baby's weird. But I will say the baby the baby herself is like it's really, really talented. Cute. Yeah, oh <laughs> it's God. like super cute and like pretty. It's a ta- it's talented for an infant, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't wait. Is this a human baby? What are you doing? A CGI baby? Oh, like there's so, certain like, scenes the where baby they have her do human? other things. Yeah. yeah. Like, more complex actions, you know? I see. I see. Like, she has to shuffle a deck of cards or bite something. Okay. I got a little confused because Olivia was referring to it as an it. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. So, they used a real baby, but some of the scenes had to be done. Okay. Uh, Olivia, any movies you saw before your awesome London trip? Or did you see anything in London? Um, I didn't see anything in London, but I did see Hidden Figures before I left, and that was great. Awesome. Wait, wait, wait. And also, I, I have to talk about Split, which comes out tomorrow, oh because I really like it. I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, this was M. Night's movie? Yeah. You didn't yeah. know that? Oh, shit. Well, it it's looked supposed fucking to be like terrible. His... <laughs> his comeback film. Yeah. Okay, okay. How was it? I don't it? know. L- like, I mean, Stanley really likes it, obviously. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm biased, but... I think like it's Stanley Stanley's good. entire news feed, you guys, is just him <laughs> talking about. It's Split. promoting it's this movie. Actually, <laughs> though, it's like that's oh all god. it is. It is. Oh my god! Okay, people should see it. James McAvoy is fantastic. I really love it. James McAvoy playing. Like, I do love James yeah. McAvoy, although I feel like this movie might be a little bit ableist. I don't know. Maybe. Like oh. I've heard, I've heard a lot of criticisms about it depicting um, his character. You know right? the you know, like the dissociative personality disorder, identity disorder, or yeah. like multiple personality disorder, it's depicting it in a way that's not accurate and kind of well, is ableist. Uh, right. I mean. So I don't know. It, it just Stan's sits like, really I mean, it's a movie, whatever. <laughs> it just sits really You should have seen Stanley's face. He was like, whatever, Olivia. No, this movie was the bomb. You can shut the fuck up right now. What? You can, I'm okay. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, you can, no. you can enjoy problematic exactly. things. Yes, I'm not exactly. saying you can't yeah. enjoy of problematic course, things. Course, I'm saying course. it just doesn't sit right with <laughs> right, me. Right, yeah. Okay, okay. 
And right. like, I wanted, I had to point out that I was ableist, you guys. Come yeah. on. That's like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And also, don't let anyone ruin the surprises for you. Because oh, there's so, is there a twist? Is there a twist? I'm not going to say anything. Just tell me if there's a I'm twist. I'm not going to say anything. You know, I'm not going to watch, watch this movie. Or, just watch it. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You should assume there's the a what? twist. You, okay. Whether or not it's good or bad, just, you should assume there's okay. one. Just All righty, moving on. Um, I I saw some movies too. Um, I'm playing catch up, uh, so I'll do some very quick reviews of uh, these movies. I saw Moonlight. Finally, I'm caught up yes. with y'all. Amazing, oh God, wonderful yes. movie. The last scene gave me chills. Stanley did not like it, but the last scene gave me chills. I don't Whatever. Think the Moonlight anti- was amazing. I just thought the en- ending was anticlimactic. Fair enough. Fair enough. I loved it. I mean. Everything Fair else enough, is good. But though. I really liked it. Everything it was great. so good. Yeah. I loved Moonlight so much, you guys. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Um, it was so good. Then I saw Fences, and I will say, Fences will have you on the floor crying. It is. Oh my God, <laughs> I need to wonderful. watch it. The acting is amazing, and you will think of your father. It's like, it should have been released during like Father's Day, honestly, <laughs> because it is like all about. Uh, fa- uh, a father and his son, but really, not really. Actually, I take it back. It's really about um, him as a father, but also his relationship with his wife. Um, just a, a beautiful, well acted movie. I mean, th- I just wanted to throw Oscars at it. I was like, okay, yeah, y'all win, <laughs> y'all win, y'all win. Like, it's not the most. It's be- really hard. It's really hard to go wrong with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis, though. Exactly. Like that's <laughs> really, really hard right. no. to like fuck that up. And honestly, I think they would win if if it were any other year. But this year, of course, I also saw La La Land, which. What did you think? If, I haven't seen it yet. If you know Hollywood, Hollywood loves yeah. movies about itself, and it loves musicals, and it loves musicals about itself. So yeah. uh, this movie's gonna win everything. You already know it. The movie is fantastic. I saw it. I loved it. Um, yes, there's some white people shit in this movie, but you get over. I, like I watched the trailer and I was like, "This this looks like some white people shit. Like, I mean, this looks like white people problems." A lot of white people. Screen. It is a lot of white people like privilege shit. Like yes, these white people could go and like dream about starting jazz clubs and yeah. being actresses instead of actually like struggling and trying to live this life. But if you get past that, it is a really beautiful film, and it's yeah. also a very gutsy movie, and it takes a lot of risks that I didn't think movies yeah. like that would take. Uh, the performances were great. I personally don't think they're the same level as Fences, uh, but I still think they're definitely they're going to win because, like we, like yeah. I said, it's, <laughs> it's Hollywood. It's like Hollywood Oscar bait, like yeah. incarnate that movie. Um, I just have like a really really high standard for musicals, being someone who grew up with Bollywood. So it's a bit rough. Is, like if it's a musical, it, well, it has say, to be like really really excellent. It's rough. It's rough around the edges, but, but that's it, its charm. I but think. that's its yeah. charm, yeah. and it's. Okay. Okay. Like there's some things when you're like, huh, that is actually very cool and very interesting, yeah. and I wouldn't expect that. And it's also very um, American. I'll watch it when it comes out on like DVD or something. Boo. I just wanted to throw my. <laughs> It's, no, I like wanted to. I wanted to throw my money at movies like Hidden Figures and Moonlight. Right, right, yeah. No, yeah, hey, I, I, I don't see why you can't do both. Honestly, it is one of the best movies. No, I can't. I've I'm seen just broke, you guys. Like, long, that's the, the only be- reason. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Really, that opening number will give you chills. And I mean, mm. it's, it's in one one long. Yes, yeah. I mean, Alifi, you you're sounding like a sourpuss. You have to see this. Like, you will be happy. No, I will. I will go see it. You I will be happy I will watching this. But I will say this. Like, I have to. I have to like 
I know. I have to siphon my money in okay. certain ways Fair because enough. I'm broke and unemployed. Fair enough. But I will say, um, this movie leaves audiences split. The ending will split people, which is, uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler. I don't want to spoil anything. I think most people like it. But except for uh, the split. people you're with. Get it? Uh, uh, well. No, I think split will leave audiences split. Will leave audiences split? <laughs> no, but this, uh, for real, like, uh, people, okay, I won't reveal, but there were tears. I won't say if they're of happiness or sadness, but there's tears at the end okay. of this movie. It is a very, I'll very... I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out. It is a very good movie. I uh, should watch. I really should watch it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Movie. I'm just like on such a like, I just want to watch content made by people of color all the time yeah. kick. No. That's fair. That, like... that is totally 100% fair. But this movie, I'm telling you, this movie's baller. And he's, uh, the director who did this movie also did the... Whiplash. Whiplash, which is... I did is, enjoy... Yeah, I oh, did like Whiplash Amazing, lot, so. amazing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on our movie quarter, but... If he wins Best Director, he'll be the youngest director to win a Best Director. Do you think he'll win? He has a chance, I think, yeah. It's either him, maybe Denzel, or... Um, I don't think Jenkins. Denzel's gonna win. Barry Jenkins. I think I think Barry Jenkins. Yeah. I think it's well, a race between Damien Chazelle and, and Barry, Barry Jenkins. Jenkins yeah. I really, really want Barry Jenkins to win. Yeah. We shall see, and you know we're gonna talk about it. All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, this is sort of um, older, not really old news, but semi-older news. Um, Disney has come out and they have said that they will not digitally recreate Carrie Fisher for the last Star Wars installment in this recent trilogy. Um, how do y'all feel about this? This is very interesting because the movie that just came out, the most recent Star Wars <laughs> movie, digitally recreates Carrie Fisher. Um, spoiler. Oh, shoot. Spoiler. Oh, we'll whatever. Do People have seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. The movie's been out forever. Whatever. Um, uh, well, uh, how do y'all feel about this? I'm actually... I... Go for it. Go for it. I feel a little weird about it because, again, spoilers, but also in Rogue One, they digitally recreate Peter Cushing yeah, we as talk, well, yeah. who's been, yeah. who's passed, who passed away a really long time ago. Yes. Um, yes, he did. So like, it, I don't know. It, it didn't feel unnatural watching it on screen just because like, that's the timeline the story took place right. in. But there was some uncanny like, valiness looking, to it though. <laughs> yes. Looking back on it, I was like, Oh my God. Like it was really well done. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, definitely uncanny Valley. And yeah, even, yeah. Um, not, it's almost did, there, but not quite. Yeah, exactly. And even the Carrie Fisher, like, I feel like the Carrie Fisher recreation, especially was uncanny Valley for me. I was just like, Whoa, that's so strange. I didn't know if it was CGI completely or, or if she did it. And then they, yeah, yeah, I, li- I, the Benjamin budget button. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Benjamin Button did a fantastic fucking job. Like, it yeah. was they, very realistic. They did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, don't, and don't get me wrong, and this, it was incredible. Like, the technology is obviously yeah. amazing, but, like, it definitely, it was definitely Uncanny Valley. And then, again, there's the kind of, like, ethics of it. Because I know they did something similar. They, like, recreated Audrey Hepburn to sell chocolate um, a few years back, huh. and a lot of people were just kind of like, that's weird. Don't do that. I'm, right. <laughs> That's really I, weird. Right. I mean, we've had lots of things like this, like the hologram at, at Coachella with Tupac. Like, we've had things where yeah. we're like, that feels a little odd. Like, I'm not all it's about weird. this. But, yeah. no, so so are you saying you're having a positive reaction to this? Because Disney said they're not going to do that? I feel like it's probably better not to. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Definitely. it just sets a really... Again, like, you have that uncanny valiness, which, like, anything that takes me out of a movie is definitely kind of, like, a strike against it, right? Right. Well, let me um, ask let me And, ask like, it definitely this. takes me out of it. 
I'm actually, uh, I think Disney's making the correct move. And actually, we don't know. It might be that Disney didn't even need her for the third movie. Like, we have no idea yeah. where the story's going to go. Yeah. Um, but we definitely know she filmed for the second movie. Um, yeah. But I think went, I think it's the right move, honestly. Let me ask you all this. Would you rather Disney recast her? Say the character's important for the third movie. Would you rather they recast the character? It's been done before, and it's been successful, we talked about this last week. I feel- <laughs> Did we? Yeah, we talked about this last week. Oh, shoot! We've already talked about this! Okay. Not, not this oh, news. Oh, not this news. Okay, but, okay. But the- well, I mean, Olivia, yeah, Olivia, Olivia, Olivia yeah. let me know. What do you think? Um, I feel like it wouldn't be completely... Like, it wouldn't be bad, but I feel like... Leia and Carrie Fisher are just so intertwined with each other. It's just better not to, you know? I feel like it's, you know, rewrite the story if you have to. Like, it's a Ah. a script. You have time, you know? Okay, so you're saying... You have time to rework it. You're saying write her out completely. I mean, or like write her her death in a way that makes sense or something like that. Or do a Fast and Furious where you like... Filmed the last bit of it. Yeah. And well, then, in the Fast you know, and whatever. Furious, they had his brother come yeah. in and stand in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, only for um, that last scene, though. Or yeah, certain for, only for the last scenes. scene. But or like, in certain angles, yeah. not right, right. Yeah, um, but like, I, I feel like, you know, we work in movies. Like, a script can always be changed. Yeah. It's not like it's some. It's not like it's been filmed yet. It's not like it's set in stone. She did work for the second movie, so that that can't be changed at this point. But the third movie in the new trilogy like there's nothing set yet right mm-hmm. i'm a, so I, 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 I feel I, like there's a way to work it in i'm gonna go ahead and say i'm okay with them recasting yeah. her i'm actually okay with it if they do it tastefully and they have maybe they have a, a title screen before like in memory of carrie fisher and we just know that this is the original story that carrie believed in that the team believed in that they wanted to execute you know um i would be okay with it um i'd be okay I, with that too i think Okay, well then. But I, th- I think I think there's we'll like multiple happens. solutions, yeah. right? We will see what happens. I would rather them not rewrite it if they already have like their 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 script in mind, you know. Yeah. But if they have to, I, I mean, I'm sure it's Disney and it's Lucasfilm. I'm sure they'll figure it out, and yeah. we will be happy. I, just, the I, money I, to yeah. do whatever I just think there's yes. more than I think there's more than one solution, you know. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on. Let's talk about this very quickly because we're running out of time. Um, a dog's purpose. Uh, there's this. I don't know if you've seen the trailers a million times. Oh my on god! I saw that trailer everywhere. and I was like, "This looks so terrible." Horrible. Why I is know. this a movie? It is a movie about. Now, now there's a reason to not see it. Yes. So it's a movie about dogs and isn't it like the different lifetimes of dogs with owners around the world or something? Uh, no, one dog. And it keeps dying yeah. and it comes back. What, reincarnation. Like, it's a reincarnation story oh. with a dog. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Whatever. But okay. So footage came out of uh, sort of behind the scenes and they're filming a scene where I guess the dog jumps in a river or moving yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, dog in the water. And what happens is you see this sort of, uh, this trainer, trainer yeah. uh, not manhandle the dog, but uh, forcibly move, move the dog and push the dog into the water. And the dog very obviously does not want to be in that water yeah. and is very terrified. It is shocking footage, to say the least. Yeah. And then it concludes with the dog in the water. And then they, you're, they have right. to, like... 
Save it. They have to save the dog, and they're yelling, cut, cut, cut. I mean, it's 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 scary footage. The director came out and said, I didn't know about any of this, which is, like, mind-blowing. I'm like, why weren't you there? But Maybe, yeah, like, how does the director effects, not know? So. Right, but it may have been a separate crew who's in that intensive yeah. scene, yeah. Uh, effects scene. Also, how dare they? Like, how exactly. dare they do that to a dog? How it's, dare they? <laughs> it's, it's horrible, and I'm like, so people are saying they're going to boycott the film. I am 100% with them. Number one, the yeah. movie looks terrible anyway. Exactly. But, I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to watch that, like I wasn't gonna watch that movie in the first place, but now there's but like now I think yes. this is gonna be like the first big box office bomb. Well, because so of, uh, I'm scared now because I'm thinking maybe they've done this for a lot of my other favorite dog movies, Homeward Bound. Maybe they're mistreating the dogs and the cat. I don't know. Yeah, you never it's, know. I, it's it's scary. I I almost feel like we shouldn't do movies like that anymore. Like where we you know force yeah. dogs to or, to do things that they wouldn't do. They're not actors. They're not sentient the way humans are. Um, I don't know. Also, it's, like CG, CGI is getting so good. Exactly. Just like I know. CGI it, dog, uh, CGI cat. Just do yes, it. It's fine. So true. So true. Um, yeah, that is uh, uh, okay. Shame on uh, uh, a dog's purpose. Shame. Yeah. shame. 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 All right, moving on. Let's wrap up the episode. Uh, some trailers came out. There are two. That, there are yes. two that we really, really want to talk yes. about. Um, I, I'm going to save uh, Power Rangers for last. Okay. So let's talk about. They're Logan. both, but they're both like pretty kind of childhood nostalgia. Yes, like yeah. they, yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. All right, let's talk about Logan. So oh we my fu- god, Logan. We, we get the second trailer. So we had that first trailer, which we talked about on the uh, uh, on the show, yeah. which is very gritty and had that Johnny Cash Johnny song, Cash. and it was like, I mean, it was like we were like, whoa, this is a rated R. Wolverine movie that we've always wanted uh, but now we get to see a little bit more of the story yeah. uh, some of the characters we see a villain we see um, Patrick Stewart uh, has a bigger role in it than we thought we also see the young actress uh, I forget the character she's uh, portraying but her name is Daphne Keen. is it like um, Mutant 23 yeah something like that um, and, uh, let's talk about it I, I mean Stanley, how do you feel about this trailer? Well, it looks more like it looks like they add like a lot more jokes and has more fun feeling to it compared yes. to like a dark and gritty. Yes, version. but yeah. it's still dark. It's yeah. still dark. Like there's you see blood when he slashes people up with his claws now. Right. Because Fox said that they were going to make this rated R. Right. So. And even um uh, this is a spoiler for the trailer, I guess, but like, <laughs> no, you, the girl, you can spoil you, trailers. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to know, but like, <laughs> even the girl, when you see her fighting, you can see her hands covered in blood as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Which and- means she like. Like, she, she killed some people, y'all. Like, it's going to be great. I'm excited. People are going to die. People will be mutilated. Well, I do I do want to say also, besides the obviously CGI blood that they'll fix in, in post, because obviously it's, it's early trailers, but some of that blood looks very realistic. I don't it know. Is. Whenever you see, like, violent movies, they... They amplify things and it may, you know, to sort of uh, uh, um, d- uh, keep us from reality. From reality, yeah. but here it's like they're trying to make it hyper realistic yeah. with that blood, and I was like, "Damn, yeah. man! Like, holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it looks awesome, y'all. It's like it's intense. It uh, has a Mad Max feel to it. They're in the desert, but it's still very uh, uh, sort of uh, Americana. I know Logan, the character, is Canadian, but it, it feels Americana um, w- with the music and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly just want this to be Mad Max X-Men. Like, I <laughs> that's really pretty much what Mad we're getting, y'all. So, like, I want this to be Mad Max X-Men. And I'm really excited about, you know, the relationship between Hugh Jackman and the and little the girl. girl. Yeah. Like, no. I, really, I really want that to be... 
the center focus of the movie. I really yeah. hope it is. I really like the trailer makes They've it been focusing like, all about yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman all the time. Oh, yeah. So I really hope they kind of like twist it up. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited for that. It also gave me sort of Last of Us vibes a little bit. Yeah. When you, when you, yeah. right? Like a little bit, like, uh, I don't know. And it feels, it kind of, it's so strange that it feels so removed from the X Men universe we know, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm yeah. glad because I hate that X Men universe, if I'm 100% honest. Wow. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, well, Brian Singer's, but I'm uh, sort of a fan of the uh, throwback movies or when they go back, uh, the period X Men movies. The X Class? X class, the first class movie. First class movie, kind of, but not. I like really. the first first class movie. I didn't like the second one. The second one, actually, Mr. Pass is good. I kind of like the second one a little bit better than the first one. The third one is. Ah. Does the second one have Quicksilver? Which one has Quicksilver? I can't Wait, was it the third one that was bad? Oh no, I don't horrible. like the third one. I have yeah, not yeah, seen no, no, the, no, the third, third one. one. Is the one I don't like with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I have not Oscar seen Isaac. that one. That one's uh, bad. Oh. oh, sorry, Oscar. <laughs> we love you. But, I love you, but, Oscar. But uh, no. Um, well, no, this looks completely different. I'm excited to see where, um, you know, where the world goes now that we're having rated R superhero movies. Yeah. This looks tastefully done, though. I hope the other ones aren't like too ridiculous. I'm um, into it. I'm yeah. like. I'm into it. I'm into it, y'all. I- I'm, I'm excited for I'm this. I'm glad they're now. I'm glad studios at least are now embracing that kind of rated R title after Deadpool they're kind of just like right. oh this will actually make money like yeah. we can still do right. this and it will make money it will as, be fine yes. as long as it makes sense I'm all for it like right. this movie makes sense to yeah. be rated R that character absolutely needs to be in rated R movies um, mm-hmm. but you know if you're you know uh, uh, Quicksilver could be in a PG-13 movie and I'd be okay with mm-hmm. it you know um, so yeah. really, it really depends um all right, y'all, let's move on to probably the trailer I really, really want to talk about. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so this morning, Stanley texts the group again, and he's like, y'all, pa- Power, Power, Rangers trailer, Power Rangers trailer 2, you got to watch. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> and then during lunch, I, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to watch this trailer because we have to talk about it for the show. I'm going to watch it. And I put it on, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, <laughs> what am I watching? So, um... I got nostalgia hits, y'all. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I was like, whoa. Like it was it was like a nostalgia punch in the face. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. And I I don't know. I kind I'm interested to see how they incorporate cuz like they're trying to make it like the Breakfast Club, right? They're trying to make it a Breakfast Club superhero movie. Kind so, of, yes. Well, yeah, which like I a feel teen like all which is yeah, like a you know, like one of those, like a John Hughes movie combined yeah. with, with Power Rangers, which yes. is also what X, which is also what the new Spider Man movie is apparently trying yeah. to do as well. Mm. So I'm really, I'm really interested. I'm to pumped see. for both. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped for both. I'm really excited to see where that happens. I wish there were more people of color in the X Men trailer. I wish, <laughs> I wish. Well, just always, always wishing, just all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, so so Power Rangers. I mean, um, it, it, I like sort of the relationships they're they're showing yeah. us with these kids, and like it seems like they're a good like group of ki- of misfit kids that sort of come together. Um, there's some funny jokes in it, like the oh I'm black, and it's like what? No, you're not. I'm black. What are you talking about? That was kind of funny. <laughs> um, they're all sort of glowing their colors, and it's sort Brian of Cranston. Brian Cranston oh. is in it. Um, and, Brian like, Cranston is Zorn. Bill yeah. Hader Which, is the little robot dude. Which is awesome, and I also love, like, the lore building that we see in this trailer, which you don't really get in the TV show because there's not enough time for it, but Mm -hmm. here you sort of see it happening. Um, 
I don't know how I feel about the effects. It kind of reminds me a lot of Transformers. It does. Which I'm not a fan of, that gritty sort of robotic, yeah. like sharp edge robot thing. I'm not into that, but it's still, I don't know. The music was great. The like, do, 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 do. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. It just sort of, it reminded me of my youth. So I really, really like that. Um, I can't tell if it's going to be a good movie or not. I still can't tell. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks Honestly, looks a little I, silly, if I'm going to be real. I'm not, I'm not expecting this to be a good movie. I'm just expecting it to be yes. like a, a good popcorn like, movie. Yeah. And movie, also, yeah. like, this is very obviously just like, okay, well, we need to hit that 18 to 24 demographic like really hard with these summer movies. Yeah. What can we What can we reboot that will get us an audience? Power Rangers, get of course. The most millennials. Ridi- like one of the most ridiculous shows on TV during our youth. I know. <laughs> That's what we pick. Well, and I'm sort of glad that they're going with the um, first initial American-run Power Rangers sort yeah, of look same. and feel. Because yeah. that is the Power Rangers I grew up with and that I love and, and, and can think back on. Um, I don't know. I, 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 the effects are keeping me from entirely loving it, if I'm going to be 100% honest. But I think sort of uh, the funness and the relationships that I see yeah. building are keeping yeah. me interested. I, I'm excited. I, I mean... It's a nostalgia punch. Have, it's a nostalgia punch. Yeah, though. I think a lo- I think all of us have a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth after Transformers. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I, mean, I can understand why the aesthetics are throwing you off a little bit, but it, it looks well done. It looks for a power for a modern day Power yeah, Rangers it looks, movie. It looks like it, it's almost like, there. It's like Shakespeare compared what? to the oh, compared to the show. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that yeah. either, man. And like, let's be let's be real. Power Rangers is the most ridiculous concept. <laughs> yes, it for sure any is. Ti- like for anything for TV for movies yeah. for anything. So the fact that they're like taking it and running with it, I'm just giving like, it a big budget. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's, how well yeah. are they going to embrace this? You There's know? kind of like, something beautiful about it when you think about it. As long as it's uh, they embrace that campiness, yeah. I think it, it looks like they fun. are yeah. from this second trailer. Right. It really does. Because yeah. if they try to go too dark and gritty, I'll be like, no, 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 no. You missed the mark. Yeah. Like, the reason we love Power Rangers was because it was campy and yeah. fun. Um, I really hope there isn't, like, a tonal shift where, the like, I feel like this happens a lot with these kind of movies that try to do this kind of fusion thing. Right. Where, like, the first half is kind of, like, Breakfast Club, jokey, John Fun, Hughes, yeah. like, buddy-buddy. And then mm-hmm. the last half switches to being, like, Drama. really dramatic and yeah. gritty and fight, 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 fight. I hope they find a way to, like, blend those two things in seamlessly right. instead of having, like, this really kind of obvious line. Do you know who? Because I feel like that's probably what's gonna happen. Do you know who's directing this? It's the guy I think who, who directed Project Almanac. Ooh. Oh, what was Project Almanac? Which is like a found footage movie? time travel movie. Is that the yeah. one? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, ah. a fine, it's a found footage time travel. Hmm. I well, did not watch it. I did not watch it either. <laughs> it's okay. It's not that great, to be honest. Mm, okay. Well, well, we'll see. Jury's still out. We'll see. Um, I'm. I'm I'm hopefully optimistic about it. Me too. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm going to have fun either way. So. That's true. It could be so bad, it's good. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Um, also, Brian, Brian Cranston's sword is just like so hilarious to yeah. me. Oh, I love Brian Cranston. And his voice like, is even so in the trailer, it, it, it like still looks like his face. Like It just looks like... Brian Cranston. It doesn't even They're look like They're banking on his, his appearance. Did, wait, did like, they motion cap him? Probably, I don't know. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't... It looks like him, yeah. but it's just him. Yeah. Right, 
Right. Because it doesn't it doesn't look like they tried to change it in any way. It yeah. just literally looks like Brian Cranston. <laughs> His like floating head. Yeah. That's awesome. No. It's hilarious though. Go back and watch the trailer and like look out for it because like the minute you see it, you're just like, what? It's just Ryan Cranston's <laughs> no, giant floating uh, yeah, yeah. head. It definitely is. Um, okay, y'all. This has been quite the episode. Uh, please, please follow us on Twitter. We're at Minority Report. Um, and you can listen to us everywhere. No, we're at Minority Pod on Twitter. Ah, yeah. at Minority Pod. Sorry, I have like a million podcasts and I have to remember all the Twitter handles. It's a little hard. Uh, sorry about that. And also uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Minority Report. Yes. Podcast? Podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're very professional here. Stanley does a great job with that. Thank you, Stanley. Um, and you can listen to our podcast everywhere that you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Leave us a review if you so wish. We love to read feedback and we you know, can use it to uh, give you a better show. So uh, let us know how we're doing. All right. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.